Hi, and welcome back to Precise Ramblings. It's been a while since I've done an episode. Lots of things have been going on. Uh, moved. Had to build a new booth. You know, the whole COVID thing's been going on. Then we had the election and all that craziness. And that brings us to today's topic, which is the uh, second impeachment of former President Donald Trump. And I think that it's important to make that distinction of former president, uh, simply because he's no longer in office. And there's a lot of questions about the constitutionality of, you know, what's going on. Uh, But before we get into that, I think it'd be important to go ahead and read this. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are empowered by their creator, with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. So we should all be very familiar with that as being uh, the beginning of the Declaration of Independence, uh, which is very important for us to remember because it lays the the foundation for what later became the Constitution. And I think it's important to remember that we are endowed by the Creator with certain unalienable rights, among which are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So, I thought it would be important to, you know, just have that little bit of a reminder. Now let's go into the Constitution, the preamble. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common difference, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this Constitution of the United States of America. So the whole purpose of the Constitution is to create what the founders envisioned as a more perfect union which means all of the states are equal, they each respect each other, each has its own constitution, which they follow, 
And then we have this overarching constitution, which we all follow. And the reason I bring up the Declaration of Independence and I bring up the Constitution is because we are in some uncharted waters at this moment. And I say that because uh, the government's out of control. You know, this is no longer... I believe to be a left versus right, conservative versus liberal, Republican against a Democrat. It, that's no longer the problem. The problem has become bigger than that. The problem is now a ruling political class versus the people, versus a populace. That is the new issue. The issue is not really about whether or not Donald Trump incited an insurrection. (laughs) What they're really doing is they're attacking the foundations of our entire republic, that which is the Constitution. That's what they're doing. They've completely disregarded the Constitution, it seems. Uh, There's some debate on that. Uh, My opinion is that they are not following the Constitution. They're in the House uh, when they, they drafted and voted on impeachment within 52 hours. Um, They disregarded their own traditions and their own policies. There were no hearings. There was no evidence presented. Uh, The accused was not able to defend himself. And, you know, we all have the right to face our accuser. And uh, the former president was not given that right. And before then, he was completely silenced by media by big tech, and that's a problem. It's a First Amendment problem. And, you know, uh, I think it's important to also make this distinction. The First Amendment does not give us the right of free speech. It protects it. We are given the right of free speech, as as the Founding Fathers put it, by the Creator, by the natural laws and the creator of nature, that we were endowed with unalienable rights, and that is being one of them. So they are attacking the Constitution under the guise of impeaching somebody who is no longer in office. And it's important to remember that. Uh, it, I don't, it doesn't matter where you fall in the political spectrum. That no longer matters. What matters is, do you believe in the Constitution? And if you believe in the Constitution, then you need to be doing everything that you can possibly do to preserve it. You know, we live in a world where it is much easier for everybody to have a voice. Anybody can start a podcast. Anybody can start a blog. Anybody can make a YouTube video. But the question you have to ask about yourself at this moment is... Do you believe in the Constitution? And if so, is it worth protecting? And I think it is. I think it's worth protecting. I think that it's important for all of us to share our opinions. Uh, And I say that now more than ever because our voices are not being heard in Congress. Congress is out of control. So we have what is supposed to be a government of checks and balances and a government for the people, by the people, by the consent of the governed. And it doesn't feel like that anymore. 
now it feels like Congress is just doing whatever they want. You voted them in. Now they don't care. You know, uh, they care about special interest groups. They care about corporations. Your voice is not being heard. It's being drowned out. And there are ways to fix that. We have to remind Congress for whom they work. They work for us, the people. So remind them of it. Call your representatives. Call your senators. Email them. Write them letters. Remind them that you voted for them. Your voice needs to be heard. They need to be doing something about it. Uh, And they're not. They're doing a political theater. They are doing a kangaroo court. Sorry, I think I got a little sidetracked. So... The impeachment is a problem because the whole purpose of impeachment is to remove uh, somebody from civil office. But the question is, can you remove somebody from office who's no longer in office? And I think that the answer is quite simple. You can't because they're already out of office. Now, what they're really trying to do is to perpetuate this idea that if they impeach Donald Trump, then he cannot hold any office. And the reason for that is because when in the framing of the idea of impeachment, uh, when you impeach a president or any officer who has been duly elected, you can impeach them and not remove them from office which has happened several times. Now, if you impeach them and remove them from office, then they are barred from ever holding office again in any capacity. So that's what they're trying to get at, is that second part. But you can't really have that second part without the first part, without the impeachment. And the impeachment that they've done is not legal. It's not constitutional. Processes were ignored. Traditions were ignored. There was no defense. There was no cross-examination. There was no hearing. And now in the Senate, they are starting the trial today, and they did four hours of debate, and they have voted on the constitutionality of it for a second time. They voted on it a second time, and I think it was 56 voted that it was constitutional, 45 voted that it was not. And that's a little bit outrageous, you know, I think, because it's blatantly unconstitutional. Because if it were constitutional, Chief Justice Roberts would be presiding, and he's not. Instead, it is Democrat Senator Patrick Leahy who is presiding. And, you know, I don't think that it can be a fair and impartial trial with somebody from an affiliated political party not only being a judge, but being a witness and a juror, which they are allowing Patrick Leahy to do. And that's not right. So, like I said, the question's not, did Trump incite an insurrection? 
The question is, do you stand for the Constitution? And it's clear that 56 people within the Senate do not. Because if they cared about the Constitution, then they would be following the Constitution, and they're not. They think that because they are in Congress, they are the end-all and be-all, and they're not. Uh, Our checks and balances are not working properly. Every branch of government has become politicized. The judiciary is supposed to be set aside. It's not supposed to be political at all, and we've seen over the past several years that they have, in fact, become political. And we need to remind Congress and all the other branches that the fourth branch of government, the people, are unhappy. And the way that we do that is by voting, by talking with each other, making sure that we all understand what's going on, and then reaching out to those who are supposed to represent us and holding them accountable. You know, we have to hold them accountable because they're not going to hold each other accountable and the media is not going to hold them accountable. So again, the question is, do you believe in the Constitution? Is the Constitution to you something worth saving? And I think that for most of the people in the country, the answer is yes. And the, the problem is we have an ideological divide on how we do it, where we go from here. Because there are those within the country who seek to set up a new form of government, who no longer want to have our constitutional republic. Instead, they want to dictate to everybody what shall be done. And that's just not how America works. And if we don't, if we want America to continue to work the way that America's supposed to work, the people have got to wake up, have their voices heard. They've got to quit being asleep at the wheel. Like I said, this is no longer a left versus right, Democrat versus Republican, conservative versus liberal. It is a subset of the population versus the Constitution. And frankly, I myself will not bend a knee to those who wish to uh, destroy the very foundations of which our republic is built. Uh, I'm going to be contacting my senators, my representatives, not only at the national level, but at the state and local level to make sure that my voice is heard and that, you know, Uh, my ideas are at least read. And also when it comes to the impeachment, it's about an insurrection. And with an insurrection, someone says something and an action is immediately taken. And that's not what happened. There's lots of evidence coming out now. There's FBI affidavits that show that there was pre-planning. You can't incite something that was already planned. So, the whole trial, the impeachment, it's a sham. It's an attack on the Constitution. It's not an attack on Donald Trump. The attack on Donald Trump is the vehicle which they want to use to attack the Constitution so that they can then, if they're able to convict Trump of it, then they will use this same methodology to go after other political enemies. We are in in an ideological war. 
It is constitutionalists versus everybody else. You're either for the Constitution of the United States or you're not. There's no in-between. So you've got to decide where you're at. And like I said, I will be contacting my representatives and my senators. One particular senator is on my mind today. If you're in Louisiana, uh, I encourage you to contact Senator uh, Cassidy's office. If you believe in the Constitution, Cassidy should be making you very angry. Cassidy was recently reelected, and here's what he had here's what he had to say about impeachment today. We heard arguments from both sides on the constitutionality of having a Senate trial of a president who has since left office. A sufficient amount of evidence of constitutionality exists for the Senate to proceed with the trial. The vote is not a prejudgment on the final vote to convict. If anyone disagrees with my vote and would like an explanation, I ask them to listen to the arguments presented by the House managers and former President Trump's lawyers. The House managers had much stronger constitutional arguments. The president's team did not. So, Senator Bill Cassidy, Republican from Louisiana, voted that the impeachment of a private citizen is constitutional. Cassidy's not doing his job. Cassidy's not listening to the people of Louisiana. And he hasn't been for a long time. Ah, I regret that I voted for him. And you know, I've contacted his office several times and I rarely get a response back. Uh, so Cassidy believes that you can impeach somebody who's left office, which means you can impeach a private citizen, which means they can go after anybody who disagrees with them politically or ideologically. Virtually, this creates what's known as a bill of attainder. And it's wrong. Our Constitution, several parts were specifically set up in order to prevent bills of attainder going after your political enemies because we are supposed to live in a society where we can disagree still be friends but that's not happening right now what's happening right now is we have very strong ideological differences and people can't get past them the thing about it is we should be able to have civil discourse civil debate disagree and still be friends but that has been ruined by cancel culture. If you don't agree, you don't bow down, you don't matter. We can't be friends, we'll destroy you. That's what's going on. Mostly on the left, some on the right. It's got to stop. In order to preserve the Constitution, that's got to stop. We've got to stop the vitriol. You know, I hate to use this phrase because it's been said so much, it doesn't mean anything. You know, they call for unity. And we do need unity. The question is, how do we get there? Some have the idea that if you don't agree, then, you know, we'll make you agree. Others, you know, the way that we get to unity is we come to respect each other's differences, where we're able to have these conversations and respect each other and still be friends. That's how we get to it. 
We also have to quit politicizing everything. Everything nowadays, nowadays is political, and it shouldn't be. The average person only thinks about politics an average of four to five minutes a week. Those people are much happier. There are others who are consumed by it. There is nothing else but politics. And that's ridiculous. And I'll tell you, those that think about politics all the time, very unhappy with their life. They're very unhappy with the world. And so the question is, what do we do about that? Well, first we have to find out, you know, what is creating such a divide? What is perpetuating the idea of politicization? And there's a lot of strong evidence out there that it's social media and the mainstream media. Everything is political through them. So let me tell you how not only do we create more unity, but you also increase your mental health. Are you ready? Here we go. It's simple. Limit the, your consumption of mainstream media, political news, and limit your time on social media. Instead, actually spend time with people near you. I know it's COVID and we're quarantining. You can still social distance and actually interact with real people. Have real conversations. Don't have conversations on the internet. The reason for that is people feel empowered when the person's not right there. They feel that they can say things that they normally wouldn't say, and that creates a problem. Go out, have conversations with actual people. If you're unhappy, reevaluate what's going on in your life. Try to pinpoint something that's causing you distress and figure out what you can do about it. I challenge everybody to call five friends this week and just see how they're doing. Just have normal conversation. You'll find yourself being much more happy. You'll be more satisfied. I myself, I have a timer set on my phone. I have 30 minutes each day of social media. After that, I'm done. And I used to spend hours and hours and hours on social media, on the news, watching politics. And I was so angry all the time. I limited it. I'm a much happier person now. So, by pinpointing and working on your own life and making yourself more happy and having a way to actually talk to people in a civil manner, disagree and still be friends, that's how we create unity. That's how we make things better. That's how we protect the Constitution. We've got to make sure our voices are heard. And I despise violence. Violence is never the answer to anything. Learn to debate. Learn to use actual facts. Don't debate using your feelings. You know, your feelings can be validated. You feel what you feel and that's okay. But having a feeling does not make something a fact. It does not substitute actual reality. It does not create truth. There's this fallacy that's very popular nowadays is the idea of one's own personal individual truth. And to an extent, maybe. Uh, but in reality, the individual does not get to dictate actual truth. Truth is in the facts. Facts can't be changed. And facts don't have feelings. So I implore you, learn critical thinking skills. I know you weren't taught them in school, and that's a problem. 
that's a whole nother podcast because I feel very strongly about educational reform. Uh, We'll probably do an episode on it. Read. Don't just read books and philosophy that line up with your own personal ideology. Read the opposing ideologies. Find the common ground. Make compromises. And you can compromise politically without compromising your values. It's hard, but it can be done. But we have to be able to have that conversation. We have to be able to have those civil debates. And overall, you know, be kind. Smile. Do random acts of kindness. Don't expect anything in return. Those, that's how you make society better. Not by silencing one side, not by going after political enemies. And most of this may fall on deaf ears, but you know, my goal is to impact just one person. That's it. That's all I can hope for. I don't expect to be a driving force behind any kind of major change. My goal is to impact just one person's life, get them to reevaluate how they think, what they see, you know, can they make changes to improve themselves in their lives and therefore improve their sphere of influence? Because we all have a sphere of influence. Uh, And that sphere is your family, your friends, acquaintances, uh, people you work with. You can influence all these people. Go out, be a positive influence. Don't be negative. There's too much negativity already. We don't need more. But that's how we create unity. And I know I'm talking about a lot of different things today. I've got a lot of different things on my mind. But, like I said, it all comes down to you believe in the Constitution... If so, is it worth protecting? And if so, make your voice heard. There are ways to do that. You can peacefully protest. And when I say that, I do mean peacefully. What's not peacefully protesting is looting, burning cities down, destroying businesses, and disturbing residential areas. That's not peaceful. Peaceful is having rallies, making speeches, having your voice heard. Contact your senators, representatives, start local, go to the national level. And like I said, if you're in Louisiana, Bill Cassidy needs to be on your radar. If you have any questions or concerns, you can email me at jdharrisonvoiceover at gmail.com. You can ask me questions. You can tell me concerns. You know, we can have a civil debate if you want. You can suggest different topics for the podcast. I'm open to most things, pretty much all things. All topics. So, go out, have your voice heard. Make your own determination. Is this really an impeachment uh, about a person, or is it really about about the Constitution? You be the judge. You weigh the evidence. You decide. This has been Precise Ramblings. Have a great day.